Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Cox ATA Martial Arts proudly brings to you the reigning undisputed radio tag team champions of the world, the Captain Joey Savage, Corey DLG. This time we are Nerd Thug Wrestling. That's right. That's what we are this time. I think that was right, right? Was the start of it, of New World Order? Sort of. Sort of. Kind of. Not really. If you're listening to us on Conroe's <laughs> FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister stations. Worldwide at. IRLoneStar.com. And you can interact with us at Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio. Kusha. The good news also is that Nerd Thug Wrestling is now on iTunes and Google Play Music. Ooh. As well as NerdThugRadio.com. Yeah, pretty neat. I got the confirmations this week. I was like, sweet, we made it. So here's what, I digress. Okay, go ahead. uh, From wrestling. Do it. Jump on it. Digress away. So when you want to put an episode on. A new show, you mean. A new show. Yes. On this uh, iTunes or Google Play, you have to record the show, upload the show to your host platform, and then submit the RSS feed. So in the meantime, you've already plugged that you've released an episode, (laughs) but uh, it's not on iTunes or Google Play Music because it takes about. A week to to do whatever. A week yeah, to iTunes has an approval process. So does Google Play Music. What do you? What Google do you Play Music was shorter. Yeah, Google it took me like two days. Yeah, the, but the uh, barrier of iTunes entry was like almost two weeks. The barrier of entry for Google is way lower. What do you think the like? What kind of podcast do you think you'd have to make for Apple or Google to be like not gonna do it? Racist. Do you think so? Yeah, but do you think there's not like blatantly yeah. racist podcasts? I, probably not. Not not probably not on iTunes. I wouldn't think. I kind of want to Google it, but I don't want we'll anyone do to ever see my we'll, Google We'll talk more about that on Monday's edition of Nerd Thug <laughs> we can Radio. Do uh, we'll, I'll, I'll borrow a library computer and Google yeah, that, that or something. Uh, just borrow Nikos. <laughs> let's get into some wrestling, and let's uh, let's just start by covering some of the highlights from the week. Okay, okay. Uh, so pretty uh, interesting Raw and SmackDown this week. Um, You're going to say no, uh, but I'm yeah. going to say yes because the ratings this week on both shows were the highest of the year. Okay, that's interesting. Do you think that that comes from Elimination Chamber being a, a fairly good Yeah, pay-per-view? I would say uh, Elimination Chamber was pretty good, um, and I think everyone kind of wanted to see what was going to happen on Raw. Um, and then after, I, mean, I told you the main event of the Elimination Chamber was was really good, I, and it was the SmackDown, and so I think everyone kind of wanted to see what's next for Daniel Bryan and and the Fastlane pay per view, which we got our answer. We'll we that, did, we that did in a minute. Um, the thing that kind of um, shocked me a little bit is I heard early Monday morning there were going to be some NXT so- superstars on Raw this week, and possibly <laughs> SmackDown. Uh, so when I heard that, I immediately thought, okay. They're doing like they did with this these secondary people, and they're bringing some secondary people up. No, they brought their top four stars from yeah, NXT right. to Raw and SmackDown. But, you know, but they didn't say that they were coming up. No, they just literally said, "Hey, check these guys out this week." I and all they won, they all won their matches. Yeah, and I think that was on purpose, of course. Yeah, so I, I am uh, I am pro and con of this. Okay, so you bring up. Your head, your NXT champion and your North America champion was kind of like the Intercontinental champion. Yeah, you bring both of them up, uh-huh. and then you bring the hottest two other stars who've been fighting for those: Ricochet and Aleister Black. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so it was cool, and I think what they did with Ricochet was really neat. Where they teamed him up with Finn Balor. Yeah, that was a good plug. Um, and I really think the um, Aleister Black coming out and just blasting uh, Elias was great. I think Elias is turning into the new Dolph Ziggler, where he just like puts people over. Uh, I could see that right? a little bit. Yeah, I think they're trying to find a spot for him. And I so think you're right. They pay, they in the in the first on Monday they they take uh, Johnny Gargano and Tomasa Ciampa and they put them against the Revival. Now, we talked about this with Brock Baker. Those guys get used to working with the same guys. That's why they put on these amazing matches. Right. Well, those four put on some amazing matches and all and throughout NXT. And the and the revival, yeah, is only a recent call up themselves. Right. But the thing that that uh, I didn't like is that you put the newly crowned tag team champions mm-hmm. against two NXT singles champions, and then have them lose. And then have them lose. Like I know they weren't going to beat them, but I don't. I mean, that kind of does that diminish the tag team division a little bit? Do you think? No, you do this thing where you think you still score under the old system when wrestling was real. Um, Which is the way All Elite Wrestling is going to do it, so I'm right. Wh- what do you mean? Like They're going to they're gonna make wins and losses matter in their 
in their uh, promotion. How is that possible? What is that going to be relevant? To? They're just going to do it. They're going to make it. They're going to make it matter. Yeah, then you're going to have a hard time convincing people backstage to lose. Then well, we'll see what happens. Um, we we'll, I guess we can get to that. We'll get to um, that later in the show. But yeah, so re- listen, re- wrestling isn't real, and so no, it's not. But like I mean, we talked about it the other. We, we talk about it all the time. When yeah. You put like at the women's tag team match. Uh, the way they had Nia Jax and Tamina lose still makes Nia Jax look like a beast. Yes. But no one pinned her. No, you're right. But it doesn't, it doesn't to me, hurt the status of the tag team. I think it hurts them more that they gave them to the Revival in the first place, firstly. Well, there's not um, really a good tag team in that on Raw at Yeah, all. But, but Bobby... Uh, I mean, I like the Revival. They are my favorite. Well, they're one of my favorite tag teams. But Bobby Roode... They're a good old school tag team. But Bobby Roode and Gable had beat the Revival like four times in a yeah. row. So then for the Revival to win and have the titles at all was sort of silly. It's because um, they, uh, they threatened to leave. Give me my release. It, uh, is, we'll just give you titles. Yeah, what if, what if we build you up and then give you the belts? But if you have someone lose four times in a row and then win the belts... Yeah, that's weird. And, that's also and, weird. And then turn around and now that they have the belts, have them lose, to me... It's sillier that they have the belts at all because they're like right. they're one in five in their last six matches. But they're the champs, right? And it's okay if you're one in five in your matches and you're losing if you're a champ, but you're losing by like DQ or count out or you know you're not actually losing losing to lose like the to title. someone better, right? Yeah, because I mean there's pinfall or submission to actually lose the belt, but if you're losing other forms and keeping the belt, it's different. Uh, then they put them on SmackDown, which I thought was cool. And what I really thought was very impressive is they did put Gargano and Ciampa against The Bar, who has been yes. one of the better tag teams in the last two years. And one of the more consistent, consistent ones weekly. And they had them go over them in a win. I thought that was kind of telling, like, hey, these are these two guys are really stars. They're really good together. I, I think, more importantly, it was the, the Bar has had both wins and losses. And so has Revival, honestly. Right. So I don't think it, it mattered... I think the WWE felt like it didn't matter to their audience if they won or if they lost. I think to not them, to the bar. I don't think. I think the bar when you're losing, no big deal. But right. winning against the bar, I think, is kind of. If you go out there and you beat, well, okay, uh, hang on. But think about what you're saying. If it doesn't matter if they win or lose, then why does beating them make you better? If you go out and you beat uh, Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder, does anybody care? No. But if you go out and you beat the bar, is that pretty? That's, that's putting you over a little bit. E- yes and right. Yes and no. It's like, I holy mean, crap! They beat the bar. But it's not going to hurt the bar because they're so they're so big. They still get a huge pop, even though they lose. Even though they lose, they're yeah. still get that huge I pop. Guess, yeah, I guess. I guess. Uh, no Becky Lynch on TV at all this week, no, right? No, um, no. Which is kind of shocking a little bit. And I mean, Charlotte Flair cut a kind of just a so-so promo. Yeah, about it, it wasn't know, really I mean, all that. They really wanted to get Becky involved in some form at Elimination Chamber to keep her pop going, and then they. So what do you think it is? Do you think do you think her that her TV? knee is bothering her, or do you think that they just? I don't, Honestly, think it, I don't think it's 100%. And so instead of getting her out there... And having her tweak it more? Yeah, let's uh, let's give her uh, some time and build build up. Because, I mean, she's got a hot... Um, what you call it going? Yeah, she's got a hot little run going right she's now. Got a hot little streak. Uh, but the funny thing... So, you know, I heard that Triple H didn't even know about the call-ups until Monday. Like, he knew there was going to be call-ups. But he didn't know but who? But didn't realize that it was going to be their top four guys. So it's like, well, they're gonna these four guys gonna stay? No, I don't think so. I think honestly, they're all they're all uh, hyped for the uh, big takeover before WrestleMania. Right. I think honestly, what this was was for SmackDown at least. I think again, SmackDown they used the top half of their roster in the main event, and then they put on this forty minute spectacular. I think they wanted to give everybody a little bit of a breather. But then they put them in the main event. Right, but it was a three-man. It was a six-man tag match, right. two of them at a time. Or Kofi Kingston, and right. Kofi Kingston is now going one-on-one with Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan at the fast lane. So Daniel Bryan wins at fast lane. Pretty excited. Though. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a fun it's match. Be but a fun, exciting. But match. Daniel Bryan wins. But also, they said that uh, on Raw, the show was changed like eight times or something. Like Vince didn't, Vince didn't get to uh, Louisiana to like one o'clock on the. Uh, Monday. Where was he? And, uh, what I was don't know. he doing? And apparently it was supposed to be very Seth Rollins heavy, but he didn't get cleared to wrestle, so they had to change it. And they just changed it up, and it was supposed to be... Um, this is all allegedly stuff, right? Right, right. Uh, so it was supposed to be Rousey fighting Alexa Bliss in kind of a squash match. And then when they realized that he wasn't going to be on at Rollins, they needed Rousey to actually wrestle. So they put her against Ruby Riot again, who she just squashed. Just beat. And then they had a longer match. Right. That makes no sense to me. And then and then she was 
she did the other two ran in and all that. Like, yeah, I don't. <sighs> you know, and I, I know it's tough putting on a show every single week. Trust me, we do it. I get it. Well, but they um, should have just. They should have just. I don't know. You like, gotta have contingency plans. Well, yeah. Does Raw not have but six people? Also, I guess. I guess uh, the other got. That's it. Now, like, why? Why couldn't Bray Wyatt wrestle? Like, where's yeah, everyone well, else? Bray's been a. Uh, Coming back, I don't, I don't know what's going on with them. He's doing house shows, but like, okay, they had Braun Strowman come out, and then like, yes, yeah, so they had Braun Strowman versus uh, what's his name, Baron Corbin, with no interference, no. But the night before, there was tons of it. Makes I no sense, right? None. A lot of stuff happening makes no sense. And then, and then in the one-on-one match, Baron Corbin really gives Braun trouble, and they were trying to push the oh, Braun's hurt, but like. Why even have the match? Well, why have the match and have nobody come interfere? Right. That and, makes no sense. And Drew McIntyre seemed to be healthy, but I don't I don't remember him even wrestling anybody. He wrestled uh did he wrestle Dean Ambrose? That's right, he did. Yeah. yeah. And then it was supposed to be um allegedly Ricochet was supposed to to take on Finn Balor. And Triple H is like, wait a minute. Why are we gonna have two baby faces with no reason to fight to wrestle each other? Right. It's like he he did the whole partner up thing, even though everyone thought that Leo Rush and Lashley broke up the night before. Right. Well, they <laughs> at least did a good job of like arguing with each other. But yeah, they played the good. They played the part great. I mean, I'll give you that. They did play it right. You know. I, yeah, I don't but know. But still, it's just it felt like a hot mess over there. The it, whole week felt like a hot mess. It did, and it felt like they were just kind of showcasing the NXT guys. But I kind of felt like, especially on SmackDown, just for ratings. No, I thought they were showcasing them to give everyone a break. But like SmackDown's roster is more limited than Raw's. Right. Well, I mean, on on SmackDown there was no Rusev, no uh, Shinsuke. That's, you're right. Like no there Rusev, were, no Shinsuke, no uh, United States Champion. Yeah, uh, you're right. None of the other tag teams on there. They could have done other stuff. They could have, but really, what I heard is that Vince wanted the top NXT guys to bring more ratings. Because the ratings had been going so well, he didn't want to lose momentum. And so he brought those guys, because those are kind of similar to um, all elite wrestling type guys. Okay, okay. All right, let's jump out to break. When we come back, we'll cover a few more things that happened this week, and then we'll talk some more wrestling. What's up, Conroe? It's the Captain Joey Savage of Nerd Thug Radio. School is back in session, so let's talk about Cox ATA Martial Arts. As the leader in the American Taekwondo Association in North Houston, with two convenient locations, there's one in Conroe next to the Academy on North Loop 336, one in FMF 1488 in Magnolia. They have martial arts, self-defense, and leadership programs for everyone in the family. For those interested, check them out at coxata.com. And for those interested as well, mention Nerd Thug Radio to receive two free weeks of training. Cox ATA Martial Arts. We teach life skills, we build leaders, we leave a legacy. This is Rudy Tomjanovich, and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Wrestling. Oh, yeah. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. This is where we talk all about wrestling. Is that, that what we do? I think that's how this works. I d- is this a microphone? So they start announcing uh, Hall of Famers into the WWE Hall of Fame. Yeah, f- uh, uh, kind of a surprise announcement, right? Yeah, um, DX. That part doesn't surprise Going me. Going in as a group. That part doesn't surprise me I because... they're kind of late. Right? Yeah, I definitely could see. I think it definitely... But like individually, aren't they all already in? No. Which one of them isn't in? Because I thought I thought the I New Age Outlaws went in. No, I, they didn't. I don't think they've been, they're in yet. I think it's just Triple H and Shawn, Shawn Michaels. Michaels that were in already. So now you got Triple H, Shawn Michaels, the Road Dog, Billy Gunn, and X-Pac. China. Oh, X-Pac too. You're and right. China. Okay, so China's in. Everybody's been calling for her to get into the uh, Hall of Fame, which she should. And the reason they hadn't put her in yet was the reason that I thought they would never the put personal her in. Stuff. The personal stuff. But um, now she's in. So this is like, is this their way of being like, well, she's in now, guys. Do you think that that um, do you think that that changes anything for them in the sense that there were for personal reasons there was it seemed like for a long time she was never getting it right, um you know I mean obviously you know she made adult movies there was clearly drug issues she died young because of the health stuff, um, like the last few years of her life are a really sad chapter right and. and Here's the thing I don't I don't get like the Hall of Fame, in any form or fashion like um, sports Hall of Fame, wrestling Hall of Fame, uh, you know especially so like in basketball right like you should be in the Hall of Fame based on 
your performance on the on the on the court. Um, same thing with baseball. Like you should be in the Hall of Fame because of your performance on the field. Well, and they so, like, they all have different rules, right? But I mean, they they take personal stuff in it. But like, yeah, like baseball look, takes personal stuff, but football says they don't. Right? Yeah. yeah, they definitely don't. If you look at China and her embodiment of work in the WWE, the trailblazing she did. Yeah, because um, she held the Intercontinental yeah, she, title, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, you gotta, she should have been in a long time ago. But because of the personal stuff, she was never going to get in. They were never going to let her in. Yeah, it just it, it was seemed it seemed pretty clear that they were never gonna let her in. Um, and so finally, in I wonder who's going to induct them. You know, someone always comes out and it like, does a little speech for. I wonder you. who the, who it's going to be. Um, it's got to be Vince McMahon. You think so? It's got to be because like so much of what DX did was at him. Right, anti Vince. Unless uh, Stone Cold. It would be the only Maybe. other person. Yeah, I don't know. Because, um, like, the great DX-Stone Cold rivalries. Right, yeah. Because not, because this version of DX that they're inducting with the other guys in it, and not just the Triple H, Shawn Michaels version, um, this is the version that really moved the needle and got bigger and bigger and yeah, bigger. Yeah, no, you're, you're right, but I don't know if it's uh, Stone Cold. Stone Cold was more Stone Cold versus the corporation versus the ministry. He wasn't really, like... I mean, he did he did some stuff against Triple H when he was in DX, but that wasn't like his big rivalries. No, it wasn't. But like, I'm trying to think of like who ever like there was never any. He was probably the biggest guy to challenge DX. Yeah, I'm not I'm not sure what they're gonna do. Be interesting to see. So did they induct somebody else? He said was surprising. No, just China. Yeah, China to me it was a surprise to let in China. She's finally in. I didn't. I didn't think that that was. I didn't think that was ever gonna happen because me, based on the conversations yeah. and based on the way the WWE has just. Tried to ignore Shut her, her out, basically. Yeah, because uh, I've been watching the Monday Night War stuff. Uh, I, I finally so had the WWE, and so I was, I, that was one of the things I always wanted to watch was the Monday Night War. It's so good. And the, um, the second half of that show is basically documentaries about different people on the WWE side who, like, changed things. Right. And they did – I just watched the DX one, and they barely mentioned China. Which is weird because – so someone like Alondra Blaze, right? She is in the um, the Hall of Fame now, and one of the you know besides being one of the big original females, not like big big, but star power big. Right. She definitely went on WCW and dropped the women's title in a trash can. Right. And, and it's funny because they play that a hundred times during and, the yeah, Monday Night Wars. And she even said like, whenever they called me to induct me, like I was surprised. I thought I'd never get in because I did that. Right. They let her in, but they are, they're blackballing China. <laughs> right. <laughs> Now she's in. Do you, okay? Do you think that part of the black ball was because she was dead, so there was no redemptive redemptive chapter? Maybe there? so because she's gone. There's no no backlash from her personally. Well, what I mean by that is, so Jake the Snake didn't get in until DDP cleaned up Jake the Snake, right? And then DDP kind of brought Jake the Snake around the WWE guys and said, "Look, you can check it out. I've, I've He's got him cleaned go. up." Like, you could, you could use him on TV, and they used him on TV, I think, two or three times. Right. And then all of a sudden, they were like, okay, well, he made it through the TV stuff. We can put him back on. We, we, can, we can associate with him, because the Hall of Fame people get those contracts, and then all of a sudden, the Hall of Fame stuff goes on their, their yeah. signatures and their resume, and it helps boost their money. Correct. So, do you think because China is dead, she wasn't able to do one of those, like... Maybe so. ...comeback stories? You know, so didn't possibly like I the mean, last thing you know about China is that like things were bad at the end. I mean, that's definitely not uh, something I would discredit. I mean, that that doesn't make sense. Like putting her in doesn't benefit them. Right. Um, and so there was no rush to. And now they can put her in and it doesn't really affect them. It doesn't hurt them. There's no risk to it. Now. There's still I, it's bad to say the rest of DXP is still around. Right. Not DXP. The rest of <laughs> DX is still around. Uh, yeah. So that, that makes sense. I was uh, also a little surprised that they included X-Pac. I mean, he was a big part of that. I mean, he was just as much a part of DX as the New Age Outlaws were. You, yeah, but only for that, like, year and a half. That, I mean, that was when the New Age Outlaws were there. Like, they all joined together. So, DX was Shawn Michaels, Triple, Triple H, H, and China. China. Well, and China yeah. was really Triple H's, like, valet at right, first. Right, it was. it started with them three. Yes. And then Rick Rude for, for a minute. <laughs> and then whenever Shawn got hurt... They had to put other people around Triple H. Triple H. And then it became like Triple H is like Motorcycle Club. Yeah, and it was Triple H, the New Age Outlaws, China, and Xbox. Right. Um, at the time, China and Xbox were kind of a deal, uh, relationship-wise. Oh. And so, you know, they were all in it together. And then, you know, as it disbanded, they all disbanded, kind of went their own way, did some stuff, and the rest is history. Uh, but 
you know, and another. That's when, that's yeah. when X Pac did the Kane tag team. Right. I love that tag team. Yeah, that was pretty good. Um, and then, you know, some other news that came out this week. Uh, next Monday on Raw, uh, Roman Reigns is making an appearance. Oh, I missed that. To give an update on his battle with leukemia. It's. It, okay, what. Do, he, do you want to predict anything here? He's coming back to wrestle. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was doing movies. That's what yeah. I was going to say, is that he was literally just doing a movie a month ago, and I, was, I remember asking you, like, does that seem appropriate for a guy with leukemia? And, I mean, he he looks the same. Like, I think, I mean, he either fought it really hard or it didn't take as much of a toll on his body. I mean, it's the second time he's had it. Well, I'm sure at this point sure. insurance was really good, and he got the, the good stuff. and Got fixed quick. Well, uh, leukemia, without knowing, like, his types and all that, if you can do the bone marrow transplant... It's not a hard. It's not like it's a painful process, but it's not a it's not a long process. Not a long process. because when you swap out the bone marrows, you're just. I mean, the new bone marrow just doesn't have cancer in it, and you're True. good to go. So he's coming back on Monday to talk to everyone. We'll see. We'll see what happens. What are your What's your prediction? Considering he just did a movie, I'm going to say he's fine, and he's like, I'll be. I'll see you guys at WrestleMania yeah. or something. He'll probably be announcing his entering to like the 30 man oh, Andre the Giant, Giant thing. thing. Yeah, that thing's so stupid. Well, it's the only way they can get a lot of those guys work. I wish they would bring back uh, the Money in the Bank match at WrestleMania instead of like its own pay-per-view. Uh, I wish they would have scheduled more WWE people to wrestle this week on Raw and SmackDown. <laughs> NXT people. You know, next segment we're going to get into a little bit of NXT and its expansion. But one thing I want to touch on real quick because we got a few minutes. Um, so what I'm hearing is that Lacey Evans, you've been seeing her. Yeah, she still hasn't come out and done a match. She just comes out, walks out, and then leaves. And then walks away. Uh, apparently, they're getting ready to give her a big push. That's the whole point of this, like on SmackDown. Okay. Her and Asuka will be going at it in some form or fashion. So she's automatically going to fight for the title. I guess so. That's okay. They didn't even push her in NXT. No. And they're going to push her. I don't even like honestly. I don't. I don't know how good her wrestling is. I, she looked. I good. didn't even see her that much in NXT. She looked good at the Women's Royal Rumble. Um, first of all, I didn't realize how big and strong she was. Yeah, she's ex-military. Well, that. But she all. She looks like a slightly smaller Charlotte Flair. She is. Yeah. She's not as bulky. Yeah. Height-wise, not the same. Not as hot, definitely. Uh, but <laughs> I, same height, just not as bulky as Charlotte. Yeah. So like, she literally was was. In the she's in the women's girl. war rumble, she's, she was she's tall and strong. Well, she was holding her own forever. She was in the match for a long time. Um, I just think it's a little surprising, right? Uh, to me, I watched a lot of NXT, and they didn't really push her that much in NXT. And then when they brought her up, I was quite surprised. And now I'm hearing they're going to push her for the title. I haven't even seen enough body of her work to even know if she's worthy of it. Okay, do you remember when WCW had Goldberg come out? And win in like ten seconds. Yes, but he would wrestle. He wrestled literally a hundred people. Yeah, the streak, the streak, and he literally they built the streak to a large number before they started even putting him in title matches. Yeah, it was and stuff all like about that. the streak, right? But he he literally wrestled a bunch of people. When did Tons. we? When did we get away from that? Like the WWE <sighs> used to have jobbers. They used to have guys whose job it was to come out and lose and lose. All about stars now, man. But but so nobody loses anymore. No, there's no so jobbers. Like, like Lacey there's Evans doesn't come out and wrestle 19 people before she fights Oscar. Uh, no, what they do now is they take, you know, what they want to be stars and they put them in events and have them lose all the time. But then they try to build them up with like vignettas and and uh, merch and all sorts of stuff, like the Riot Squad. The Riot Squad's great. Sarah Logan and um, the other Liv ones too. Morgan. Liv Morgan, Mandy Man, Rose, Sonya Deville. Yeah. All four of them are great. Ruby Riot's great. They try to build them up, but they never let them win. Right, right, right. Don't push them in my mouth that they're going to be a star if you're never going to give them a win. I don't, I don't no think W. I don't think they're putting them in your mouth. That's they not where they're putting them. They should. Um, I actually think Mandy Rose won this week against Asuka. She did. Quite surprising. She did. Uh, but, but Lacey Evans walked out, and then Mandy Rose. Distracted. Yeah. Um, but, like, I don't. Lacey Evans hasn't fought a single person. Like, Alexa Bliss no. hasn't fought a single person since she's come back. Uh uh-uh. uh. That's the thing. You know what you could have done on Raw? You just have them wrestle each other. You could you could have had Alexa Bliss fight somebody. You could have had so and so fights. Like you yeah. could have had all these different people fight. Now I kind of rolled my eyes when you said Ronda Rousey and Alexa Bliss fight for a squash match. Right, that was the plan. That that would have been dumb because literally Alexa Bliss and Ronda Rousey was barely a fight when it was a pay per view event. Yeah, so like you don't have to redo that. It was going to be a squash match, and they didn't think that Ronda versus uh, Alexa in a long match would be as exciting as Ronda versus Ruby Riot. Uh, Ruby Riot is probably a little. Black. I like me some Ruby Riot, but if you're gonna have Ruby Riot get squashed the night before on a pay per view, 
and then try to have her go like 10 minutes with Rhonda the next day. Like, it doesn't make any sense. You're saying it's not believable? No, it's not <laughs> believable. I know it's fake, but it's still going to be believable. I know. I agree with you. I really do. I well, don't. I guess they didn't watch the pay-per-view because they're just watching Raw, so I we'll just, be good there. I just think on Raw they and SmackDown both, they, they had whole rosters of people they could have used. They do. They do. All right, let's jump out to a break. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about NXT and its expansion. You're listening to Nerd Thug Wrestling. What's up, Conroe? It's the Captain Joey Savage of Nerd Thug Radio. School is back in session, so let's talk about Cox ATA Martial Arts. As the leader in the American Taekwondo Association in North Houston, with two convenient locations, there's one in Conroe next to the Academy on North Loop 336, one in FMF 1488 in Magnolia. They have martial arts, self-defense, and leadership programs for everyone in the family. For those interested, check them out at coxata.com. And for those interested as well, mention Nerd Thug Radio to receive two free weeks of training. Cox ATA Martial Arts. We teach life skills, we build leaders, we leave a legacy. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well. And I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Wrestling. Woo! Here we are. Check I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. You're listening to us on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister Stations. Worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. And interact with us at NerdThugRadio.com. Before we jump off, let's talk about my friend, Mr. Cox, a.k.a. the Nerd Ninja, over at Coxy Ninja. T-A Martial Arts.com. That where? Cox A-T-A Martial Arts.com. Oh, it was a long actually, A. Just, actually, okay. just Cox A-T-A.com. That wasn't a long A? Uh, no. Okay. I was waiting for you to like do your key up and stuff, and you didn't do it. <laughs> I thought I got, you were lost. I, I, got, I, got, I got scared, and it's like, I, forgot, <laughs> I thought you forgot what you were doing. Where, where are we? They've got two convenient locations here in Montgomery County, one in Conroe and one in Magnolia. So there's a place for you to go if you're listening to the show on the radio right now. Yeah, right now. Right now. Right now. Um, they teach all kinds of self-defense classes. They teach the art of Taekwondo, multiple weapons you can learn, self-defense, self-confidence, everything. Because here at Cox ATA Martial Arts, mention Nerd Thug Radio, and you'll get two free weeks of training. Yeah. One week, two weeks. Two free weeks of training. Ooh. Because at Cox ATA Martial Arts, we build leaders, we teach life skills, and we leave. A legacy. Speaking of legacy. Uh, okay, go on. Did you hear the new uh, biopic movie news that was announced <laughs> in wrestling this week? I think it's the perfect like casting choice. They are doing a Hulk Hogan biopic. I cannot be happier. This is the so greatest we, news I've heard. Doing all week. a biopic. Biopic, yeah, biopic. That's not like a biopic is if they're testing to see if something is cancer. Or not. Yeah, that's what they're going to do with this. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> when you put those bio and pick together, it's biopic. It's a biopic. It's a biopic. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid. On Hulk Hogan, the greatest wrestler of all time. It's, it, I'm so excited. Is that is that final answer? Yeah, he's the greatest wrestler of all time. Uh, you usually want to say Shawn Michaels. No, I've never said Shawn Michaels. <gasps> it is Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan took wrestling to where it is today. No, he did. I agree. He's the father of wrestling. I just, the greatest I, of all time. I've heard you say before that you think Shawn Michaels might be the greatest wrestler of might all be, time. Might be, but he's not. Okay. It is Hulk okay. Hogan. All right. Okay. And they're going to do a biopic on him. <laughs> they probably need to. <laughs> yeah. They might want to run him through a machine or two. But Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. That's the perfect pick right there. It really is. Um, but I think the movie is going to be solely based on like his uh, young career and like his upcoming, not really like the late stuff, I don't think. Oh, I bet it goes I bet it goes through the WCW stuff. You think so? Yeah, I bet it comes all the way back to him. I bet the finale is him coming back to WWE. You think so? Yeah. We'll see. I guess I bet the finale is him like coming out as NWO. No, it's probably not it. No, because he, like, as a storyteller, the way I would see that going is like, the WCW is ultra success, right? So like, you know, the the milk uh, the milk and vitamins era, the I wanna be an American. All the movies, right? That's like early success. Suburban. No, the early success was even before that. No, no, that's the peak of like the early success. The eighties was his success. So like your first. Kind of crescendo of the movie is like hour, ten minutes in. That's when he's doing all that. Then he kind of falls a little bit on heart. He's making the the boat show on TNT. Yeah, whatever that was it so was. good. No, it wasn't. That was, it so was great. not good. Thunder something. Thund- <sighs> Thunder awful. 
And then um, that's when he went to WCW. Right. They gave him the show. And so then on WCW. Suburban Commando. Remember that movie? Yeah. What was the nanny one? Wasn't there a nanny one? Mr. Mom? No, that's Michael Keaton. Uh, Yeah, there is one, though, where he's a nanny. Wasn't he in Rocky? He was in Rocky... Four? Two? As like a publicity stunt? No, Rocky Three, because it's it's while he's the champ. Okay. Um, and and Hulk Hogan just throws Sylvester Stallone around. So great. Uh, but so, so great. So like the early Christian Nolan movies, like the first hour in, like he's got a bunch of money, but his you know his family life is on the rocks and stuff like that, and he's not home with the kids enough, and he he misses wrestling, so he goes back. It's not the same as it was before. He's not happy, so they draw the beard on him, and suddenly he's a big deal. And he's happy again, but then as that starts to dip, decline, and the NWO is terrible, and WCW ratings are dropping, and no one's happy again, and blah blah blah, and he's not getting airtime anymore. Then he, then like he goes back to the WWE, and like when the music hits, and he shows up, and he's in the red and yellow with the red and yellow boa. I'm really excited to see all the minor characters they add in it. Um, like, is there going to be a Brutus the Barber Beefcake? Oh, there has to be, right? Like, that was a big a, part of the story. And a Macho Man. Like, who will play these old, guys? Yeah, who's going to play those guys? Are um, they gonna be in it? That's going to be great. I James Franco's going to play somebody. He should. I mean, he'll find a way. I bet he'll be the heart. Uh, the, uh, the, the mouth of the South. Oh, Jimmy Hart? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be great. That would be the perfect Franco role. I wonder if there would be someone playing Andre the Giant. Yeah, they'll get the Giant to play. These there are A ton of WWE guys are You going, think so? Yeah. The other movie that just came out this week, um, last weekend, or that comes out this weekend, the one about Paige. Yeah. Hits. Yeah. Apparently that's like a really good movie. Well, The Rock, The Rock does a good job of choosing, I'm going to use my words carefully here. Don't say good movies because he doesn't do that. No, they're not good movies. They're successful movies, though. Are they? Was that the Skyscraper one where he was like, had one leg? Uh, Is that any good? I think he made a bunch of money off of that. Like I don't think okay, I don't know about sense. I don't know about the box office, but I, I know he got a good check off of that one. Okay, um, he like produced this one. Well, that's the thing. That's what I was about to say. So like the the Fast and the Furious ones. Yeah, um, that's a good one. After the first couple, Scorpion King. School one, no. Well, yeah, no, great one. After the first Southland Tales, one or two Fast and the Furious ones that he's in, he then basically gets to call his shots and like. Him and Vin Diesel now, I think, are producing these Fast and the Furious movies at this point. Um, Him and Vin Diesel? No, they hate each other. They, but I think they're both counted as like executive producers at this point on the franchise. Really? Because like Vin Diesel is super pissed off at him. He's mad that he made. Yeah, but he's still getting his money. He's just mad because it messes up his shooting schedule. Yeah, I guess you're right. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you made this movie. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna get a check, but like, you're messing up my time. You're missing up my time, bro. Because those guys all like to get together every year and make their Fast and Furious movie, and they had to wait on The Rock. The Rock and Jason Statham. Yeah, and I don't think Statham was going to be in the other one. Probably not. Was this Sean Hobbs? Yeah. Well, Hobbs, the Hobbs storyline kind of ended with this last one. Oh, did it? Yeah, you I've don't, never, you don't I've never seen any of them. Yeah. yeah uh, he was in one of the other ones already. His brother was in one of the, the Hobbs' brother was in the other one. The like, Rock has a brother? No, 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 no. Jason Statham's character had a little brother. Oh, got you. Who played that guy? Um, uh, it's not it's not the Jason Reese that we were talking about from Tudors, but he looks like him a little bit. Oh, okay. Um, I like that guy. He was he's a slightly more British version of that of the the guy from Tudors. Um, I don't I don't know his name. I don't know. I just couldn't tell you how happy I was when I saw the news that they were doing a Hulk Hogan movie. Yeah, yeah. I am so pumped. <laughs> like so excited. I might if it comes out on a Thursday, I might wait in line on Wednesday. What, I, I'd go with you. What oh, man, uh, I love Hulk Hogan. What other wrestlers do you think need a movie? What other wrestlers need a movie? Yeah. Hmm. I'm surprised they haven't done anything with Andre the Giant just because of his story was so big. His story was so neat. I don't know. I don't know if there's really any other wrestlers that I would even care about having like their own like fake movie about. What about you? Anybody? I could care less about anything else. I think Jake the Snake could have a cool movie. Uh, yeah, I think he already did. I think it was called The Wrestler. <laughs> that was sort of. Sort of, right? It was sort of, yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know um, I don't know what other wrestler I would really care. Because they made one about Paige, which is weird, right? Um, it was weird, but it, it made sense because her story is a fairly universal story. Right. We're like, oh, follow your dreams. It's a follow your dream story. It's It's Coyote Ugly all over again. Is it? Yeah. You ever see Coyote? Yeah, I saw that one. Yeah, can't chase the moonlight, man. 
I uh, I'm gonna see it. I'm gonna see what what it has to do. I'll wait till it comes out on the DVD. Uh, I'll digital stream. I'll probably digital stream it. Digital stream is the way to go. Um, but Movie? yeah, I don't I don't know if there's any other wrestler that I really. I mean, because I mean, here's the thing: they do all these like documentary types with these people. The uh, mankind story was really interesting, and so like to do like a biopic on one of them. I don't know if there's anybody, but I mean, maybe not even really St- Stone Cold, maybe Undertaker. Oh, speaking of Undertaker, hear the news about him this week? He's taking independent bookings, and Vince McMahon's not too thrilled. He shouldn't be. Undertaker shouldn't be taking any bookings. He's taking independent bookings. Well, he's not really part of WWE. Yeah, but he's 155 <laughs> years old. Well, I, I don't know if he's like taking to wrestle, but like you know, at um, they do that big WrestleCade or WrestleCon, you know, that All In was around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's taking a booking to be at that, uh, which is outside of the WWE realm. Usually, the WWE books those things for him right but now he's open to doing his own stuff yeah he he on his social medias he basically posted where you can contact him for booking information right because i looked it up to have him come to one of my nephew's birthdays have a make too appearance. expensive too expensive yeah i bet so I, he, he was like do you have your own smoke machine does he still live in texas uh i believe still in houston i mean that'd be easy to get him to go there that's what I was, but like i, I don't want to buy a smoke machine i'm not I mean, doing we'll that. pick you up he was like, it has to be a Harley. And I was like, again, I don't have a smoke well, what machine. What about a limo? He was like, no, get a smoke machine. So that was my favorite story about The Undertaker. So back like in the day at WWE, when it was WWF, like I guess they were partying too hard. And so like Vince was telling them all like, you can't go do these things. Like, you know, don't be in the strip club, the nightclubs, all this stuff. Like during the week we're doing shows. <laughs> it's like Kevin Nash was talking about it. And he was talking about how, like, he, I guess him and Scott Hall snuck off or something, and they walked into, like, a, a strip club, and there was The Undertaker, like, on his own, just doing his own <laughs> thing. Like, I'm going to be me, man. Yeah, this is what I'm going to do. He and was gonna... apparently pretty wild back in the day, uh, the old Taker. I, You know, it, it it would surprise me for the wrestler who behaved back in the day. Uh, I don't think any of them If did. you're talking about, like, the 90s, when, like... Oh, it was crazy. Yeah, and nobody, there was no internet. No, forget it, man. Like no two, internet, no cameras. There's no way. There's no way to me. No cell phone cameras. They least. could do whatever they wanted. Yeah, there's no way to meet most of those wrestlers because that lifestyle. That's why. Okay, it, it for musicians and rock stars. The reason they get into these issues isn't because they're playing giant concerts. It's because of the fact that they're on the road nonstop and they miss their home life and they miss their family. So they're looking for stuff to do to kill the time. Right. And it's three in the morning. There's not. A, there's no good thing to fall into no. at three in the morning. So it doesn't surprise me at all that these wrestlers get into that stuff. Nothing good happens after midnight, is what my mom used to tell me. Right, and I used to think that that was a lie until I got old enough to realize that those things weren't good things. Yeah, you know <laughs> like, what, mom, you were right. Yeah, you're not right a lot on a lot of things, yeah. mom, but you're really good on that one. Well, but she's way wrong when you're like 22, and if you can imagine being like 28 on the road and money in your pocket. Do whatever you want, and people are just throwing themselves at you. Right, like you're not going to get in trouble for anything, so it doesn't really matter what you do. You know, with this huge Me Too movement, I'm surprised a lot of these like professional musicians and wrestlers haven't been targeted yet. Um, no, honestly, you know, like without getting into the Me Too stuff a lot, Drew Carey used to famously date uh, exotic dancers, and they used to say the comment used to be made that he he just he treated them well. He just liked he just liked those girls. I like those girls too. Let's jump out to a break. I swear when we get back, we're going to talk about NXT. You're listening to Nerd Thug Wrestling. What's up, Conroe? It's the Captain Joey Savage of Nerd Thug Radio. School is back in session, so let's talk about Cox ATA Martial Arts. As the leader in the American Taekwondo Association in North Houston, with two convenient locations, there's one in Conroe next to the Academy on North Loop 336, one in FMF 1488 in Magnolia. They have martial arts, self-defense, and leadership programs for everyone in the family. For those interested, check them out at coxata.com. And for those interested as well, mention Nerd Thug Radio to receive two free weeks of training. Cox ATA Martial Arts. We teach life skills, we build leaders, we leave a legacy. Hey, Haywood Jeffries, former Houston Oilers wide receiver on Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Wrestling. Yeah. If you don't know me, I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. All right, well, let's wrap up 
episode three of Nerd Thug Wrestling? We're yeah. doing three of these things? Yeah. Okay, wow. all right. Bye, guys. See you next week. All right, okay, bye. Okay, bye. That was me dropping the mic right there. Oh, was that it? Does it sound good? Uh, it sounded like a salt to me. Yeah, probably You was. owe me a microphone. So, um, NXT is branching out a bit. Uh, they're picking up a lot of traction with the the normal NXT stuff, like your normal NXT show. They're um, adding um, as we t- well, as basketball we, events. Yes, of course. Well, yeah. As we talked, you know NXT, they had their four top superstars on Raw and SmackDown this week. Correct, and they're getting ready for the the call ups that always happen after WrestleMania. After, after the WrestleMania is coming, uh, the draft or the superstar shakeup is what they call it. Now. So, so do you think it's just a, a given that those four are gone? <sighs> we know um, Johnny Gargano lost his title Wednesday at NXT. To the Velveteen Dream, so I think that opens up his way. I don't know who they're putting the heavyweight title on, but uh, you know, for Thomas Tomasa Champa. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I, after this week, seeing SmackDown and Raw, I have no clue what they're doing. Yeah, I really gotta, don't. How do you think you feel if you're bottom half of the small uh, Raw SmackDown, the the Smack the 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 Ralston roster, the roster? There you go, get it out. Yeah. How do you think you feel if you're on the on the bottom half of that roster and they call up four guys and give them your television matches? I have no clue. I really don't. I have no clue with the writing going on. I have no idea what's going on. Like I I'm can't perplexed. Get, I can't get mad at anybody who asked off. Yeah, of, I don't of WWE at that point. And so they're um, they've they've. Uh, expanded out to NXT UK. Yes. Um, they're in the UK, and it started off, they had been announced it forever. They finally got it going, and so they did this thing, and we talked about a little thing, a little bit on Nerd Thug Radio, where they took their core guys they wanted to keep on this NXT show, and they made, made them sign exclusive deals um, to be, because they were letting them kind of do other, like, do smaller other, stuff. Do other, book yeah. other things to stay yeah. afloat, but now they're like, okay, now we're going to pay you and we're going to, but you can only, you're, you're part of WWE now, basically. Like you, right. You only go to the shows that we tell you to go to. So here's my, I have a huge issue with the minor leagues, the way they work, um, baseball, wrestling, all of them. If, if I, if you're the WWE and you come to me and you say, we like you, work with us. Right. And then you put not, you don't put enough in my pocket that I can afford to work with you. Right. Then I don't work with you. I don't, well, that, I don't. That's I'm what not. was going on, though. That's what it was. It was all right. Here's an experimental deal. We're gonna we're gonna re- record or you know we're gonna record once a month. So we're gonna pay you for your once a month, and then you can do your other stuff. Right, but that doesn't work for me. Like yeah. I don't want to be on NXT. Then I'm good. And then they came back to him and they said, "Okay, guess what? You guys are great. We like you. Now we're gonna have you do just more than that. You're gonna wrestle on a normal basis, and we're gonna increase your salary. Now you're part of the squad. It's like a tryout. But here's the thing." They already do tryouts to get into that point, right? But then they got to see how it works on TV. But, but how it works in a live crowd. Sorry, but you got to risk it. It's a you new gotta, adventure. You no, know, it doesn't matter. You got to risk it to have me. Like I'm not. You're not going to sign me to like because if I do the one event and now my booking prices go up, right? I'm not coming back to you for the second event. I'm good unless you pay me to go to. Well, I mean, you, you got to pay, pay me more. You got to yeah, pay me which more. They may have. I don't know. I don't know what the deal originally was. I know they gave them all. You know, uh, increase in salaries to stay full time. So, so here's what um, goes most on. Most of them took the deal, and a few of them said, nah, "I don't think so." No, well, because here's what goes on. Like, okay, in comic books, when you're on the indie scene, it's however you can make it work. But but Marvel and DC and the other guys don't call you and go, "Hey, make a book for us at half price." No, they don't. They they pay you the professional rate, and you work with them as a freelance. Well, maybe they paid them the professional rate for the once a month. But if you're WWE and you want to try and dictate terms like. Hey, you got to clean up your social media. You got to do this to work right. with us. Then it sounds like I'm an employee. Yeah, I don't know the specifics of the original deal, uh, but now they've got those guys on lock, and they are NXT UK solely guys. Um, and do you think that that's a good idea for them? For which guys? Like for the for for branding a UK. Like, do you think that that's a good idea for the WWE? I think with their streaming service, and it's basically what it is, is it's a it's a their own wrestling promotion in the United Kingdom. Right. Which they're small. Versions of that, anyways, and they, they they gain popularity. Now the WWE just has their own there. Um, I'm not opposed to it. I, I I like watching. The only problem I have is that it in America it comes on in the middle of the day, and so I see all the updates on my Twitter feed, and I you get know pissed all off. the match outcomes know, before they happen. Yeah. I was like, I haven't even watched it yet. <laughs> Apparently, they're about to do one in China, I think, or Japan, like an NXT uh, Asia, I guess you would call it. Um, so. It, 
it feels like they're just going to start expanding it and doing these different NXTs everywhere. Well, yeah, because they so the indie groups are kind of working together against them, right? The the all pro the the NXTs the rea- uh, the uh, Ring of Honor those guys all kind of have peace talks at least where they go, hey, our guys can work with you guys, yeah, yeah, et cetera, yeah. and back and forth. WWE doesn't have that luxury because none of these they guys. Do. They so they've got to deal with progress that's here in America where they they uh, do some trade off stuff with that uh, indie group. But like they don't do they don't do a lot with like the other anybody who gets big enough to be on TV. WWE's no. not going to work with them. Well, here's the deal: like they've always had a developmental program, right? It was um, in Florida, then it was, before that it was in Ohio Valley Wrestling, and they were on locally TV. All they've done now is taken their development talent and, and put it on NXT. put it on put it on NXT and, right. and made it bigger. Right. So now what they're doing, they're just I mean, it's like a minor league program. They're going to different countries. They're signing guys. They're creating their own product. They're pushing out the ind- independent guys in that area, and they're growing their their business. And if those guys shine, then they can you know they they do crossover events with these people. Right. And if something sticks, okay, good. But they're stealing all the talent to keep it away. Yeah, from exactly. Else. That's what I was getting at is because the other guys work together. And in a business perspective, I don't see an issue with that. I don't either because the WWE has the money. Right. But my point is, if you're going to put me on NXT and you're going to make money off of me, and then you need to compensate me accordingly. Well, they are now. They are now, but before yeah. they weren't. And that's my issue is, if you're not going to come to the table legit with real money, then don't waste my time. Well, I think with the NXT UK brand, it was a situation where like they weren't quite sure if it was going to... To stick, okay, right? but 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 so that's not I'm, my issue. That's your issue. I'm, I'm not opposed to that. If you're all okay, so all those guys that were in NXT UK, minus maybe four of them who had been on regular NXT, nobody knew who they were anywhere. And now that's fine, which is you know it's fine. But then they yeah. they they created NXT UK, they put it on the network, and they gave those guys an opportunity to get seen on a on a global network, basically. Yeah. But if you're gonna so if you've got okay, if you're in the UK and you've got, uh, I'm just, I'm making this up, right? Yeah, you've yeah, got yeah. bare knuckle wrestling. Who's like, hey, I'm gonna give you three hundred dollars to come wrestle for me this this month, this week, but we're not gonna be on TV. We're gonna be like on Twitch, right? Or the WWE's like, hey, I'm doing this WWE NXT UK stuff. I'll give you like nine hundred dollars, but I'm gonna put you on the the network where everyone in the world. Can but see you're it. gonna you're gonna wrestle one time, one time me. this month. I'm gonna give you nine hundred bucks to wrestle this month. No, no. So you wouldn't take nine hundred to go wrestle for the WWE, but you would take three hundred to go to bare knuckle. Yeah, for one, for here's why though. Here's why, because if I do a good job at bare knuckle, I know that everyone on that card. I, mean, I know they have their two or three guys that bare knuckle is core around, but their model is I bring in wrestlers to showcase talent. The WWE's model is I build brands, so I bring in wrestlers to keep. But if you get paid three hundred dollars to go to bare knuckle. And no one in the world's going to see it except for the 600 people in the stadium. But that's fine. But those but the 600 people who see that, or hang on, hang on, the model for them is see new talent, embrace new talent, buy new talent. So when I go to bare knuckle, the 600 fans, I'm going to pick up probably 30 people, 40 people who are going to follow me for at least the next three or four months. Okay. If I go to NXT, that's not the model there. NXT is watch NXT. And if the guy sticks and I see him twenty weeks in a row, maybe I like him. So because it, I think you're off there. I don't. They're indie. If but you get paid, let's say nine hundred bucks to go wrestle on NXT UK, you're going to be on the network where literally everybody in the world has the opportunity to see you wrestle. You don't think you have a better chance of picking up fans as you would do in a six hundred? No, because capacity? if if I buy, if I, I I have the WWE network, right? I don't seek out any other wrestling, any other well, that's, where. That's you, but that's the that's the majority for, of the people. That's the majority every, of the people. For every person on the WWE network that's like you, there's someone who's the opposite of you. There's not not to not to the same yeah. proportion, and I don't think that those guys. I bet it's still more than six hundred people at this fake bare knuckle I created. It it might be, but it's not the. It, Plus, not, then you can now go to let's say WWE says, you know what, you did great, but we're not going to use you. Now you go back to bare knuckle, like, hey, I was on the network of WWE. I don't want three hundred. I want six hundred now. Right, but I could still go. So when I do bare knuckle this week, I could go to the next guy next week, and the next guy next. I can make twelve hundred that month doing four events, but I could wrestle one time for the nine hundred, and then in it, WWE tells me I can't wrestle for the next month because no, the event's going to air. You're missing that. You're missing the mark. Before they would pay them for their one show, 
and they could go do whatever they wanted to after they wrestled. They could appear here and there. There was no, you have to be, you can't do anything. It was just, here's 900 bucks. Come wrestle with us. We're going to put it on TV. You're free to go do whatever you want to. And then when they decided it was working, you're like, hey, guess what? Now we're going to sign you to a legit contract. You're only going to wrestle for us, and you're going to make, I don't know, like what a normal person in NXT makes. I see, I don't know. I would feel I would feel pretty upset that they're not going to give me NXT money in the beginning if they're going to put me on an NXT show. I would that I just Why? I mean it's the same thing so in baseball be, because you, I know I'm getting the Hey, stand- guess what? I'm going to invite you to spring training. You're going to play on TV somewhere probably with the But that's Atlanta not no, 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 Braves, no, no, no. but, but when you, you might not make the team. But when you invite me to spring training, you're evaluating me in a training camp. That's not the same thing. BS, maybe I'll play spring ball or not. Maybe I won't. Maybe I'll just Maybe I'm just fetching balls for the pitchers, but you invited me to spring training with when you bring me in, my contract says very clearly, if I make the team, this is what I get. If I don't make the team, this is what I get. It's different with the NXT it's thing. It's similar or not. I mean, it's kind of say, hey, we're going to bring you in on a training basis to see if this show works, to see if you stick with the fans. If you do, we're going to give you a big contract. But, like, it's not in my best interest to let WWE. It was no different than when they come to Houston and they let Brian Keith get on 205. But the, it's not they probably in, paid him a pretty penny to be on there. Right, exactly. And he's on 205. But it's not in my best interest to let WWE experiment and tell me it's an experiment and pay me like it's an experiment. If they're going to be experimenting, the one thing we're not going to experiment with is my pay. But you're still I bet they still paid more than your local indie talent. Maybe, but I can't let them pay me less than they pay the other NXT people. I can't. That's not fair to me as a wrestler at that point. I don't know. If I'm if I'm the one guy in the room making deal. if I'm making a dollar for every ten dollars everyone else in the room makes but that's how indie wrestling works. But I mean, that's not a good deal and, for me. You sit here and listen to Brock off air talk about how much he made versus how much uh, Rex Andrews would make or how much Rex Andrews would make if he was actually in a ring with somebody. Like right. It's it's all part of it's all part of the deal. But that's enough time for us. Nerd Thug Wrestling's over. Uh oh. We'll be back next week with another exciting edition of Nerd Thug Wrestling. Don't go anywhere. The podcast is going to drop today. You can catch it now on iTunes and Google Play Music. For the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. Same Nerd Thug time, same Nerd Thug channel.